Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. That's what I'm talking about. 201, welcome, welcome, welcome to another edition of Carton and Roberts. Evan Roberts, Craig Carton, all's the way to 6.30 tonight. Got a great show for you, as always. 877-337-6666. That's the number to join. Tick-tock, tick-tock, tick-tock. The clock keeps ticking, and the New York Jets are about to sign Derek Carr. And that would make this kid very, very happy. I ain't waiting for no Aaron Rodgers. Meanwhile, Met fans are giddy again. This is becoming older, Eddie, where the owner makes a financial commitment, says it wasn't a short-term commitment, uh, blah, 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 and you guys eat it like mice eating cheese. Good afternoon, Evan. How are you today, Ken? I love it. I still love that cheese. Nah, I know you do. Guys can't get enough of them. I gobble it up. I put it down. It's I'm really like, fascinating mm. to me uh, the way Met fans react uh, now into year three, believe it or not. Of the uh, Steve Cohen ownership of the New York Mets. Honeymoon. Uh, we had yeah, such well, a... Craig, we had such a... Honeymoon, We had such a brutal past relationship. Yeah. Like, our ex-wife was so brutal that we are still kind of looking in the mirror saying, really, we married her. Her farts smell like roses. Yes. Is that right? Now, at some <laughs> point, you're right. It's going to rub off. And maybe it's this year. Maybe this is the year where it rubs off. I'm not sure. Well, there's two aspects to it, though. There's the aspect of, do we start getting mad at the owner? Mm-hmm. Or is the aspect, hey, the owner did everything he possibly could. He wrote the check, wrote the check, wrote the check. And the GM didn't make the right call. The player didn't make the play. There are two ways of looking at it. Like, a lot of times we look at an owner, and I think, to be fair, Dolan's someone like that, where no one ever argued him writing the check. He's more than happy to, you know, have five coaches on the payroll at once. The question has been, did we hire the right people, and then those people obviously get the right players. Or when the owner oversteps their bounds and forces moves that turn out to be really bad. Yeah, that's right. So if that happens with Steve Cohen, and it hasn't happened yet, then you would see some people turn. But this time of year in late February, where we're still a long ways away from opening day, hearing my owner talk dirty to me, and you know what that is? It's talking about how much he's willing to spend. That's dirty yeah. to me and Met fans. I know. We still love hearing it. Uh, and that's what's fascinating to me. Like, there's going to come a level where you're going to be frustrated because you have an owner who re- he, he basically doubled down today or yesterday, whenever the actual uh, cut was. It today. Today. That, today. Uh, that I've, so I've seen the video of it. You've all seen it. And it makes you happy where, listen, this was not a short-term thing. Like, I made a commitment. I don't I don't quit. Well, the- right? And I think that's great, but... 
You know, uh, how about we get to a, let's get to a World no, Series, no, right? 100%. But the thing I really enjoy is that there are a lot of other teams and a lot of other owners that like to whine and cry about Steve Cohen. We even found out over the weekend, according to Evan Drellick of The Athletic, that Major League Baseball is going to put a panel together, a committee together, to fix the financial issues. And we as Met fans are sitting there saying, wait a second. Not For now. all those right. years right. where everyone else or other teams were spending and we weren't, you didn't say peep. Right. And now you got a problem with our guy. So I think what we really liked, I know what I liked, is hearing Steve Cohen defiantly say to the world, I don't care what you think. And it's not going to stop me from spending even more. Yeah. I loved hearing that. As you should, by the way. It's why Cowboy fans have a love-hate relationship with Jerry Jones. It's and, uh, you know Mark Cuban in Dallas and obviously James Dolan with the Knicks and the Rangers. Uh, but at some point, you do have to win. And I'm just wondering if you're a diehard Met fan, it's great to have that kind of owner. But you're but you guys are like um small mouth bass in a lake <laughs> yes. where it's always catch and release. Yes. And uh, the fisherman comes by again tomorrow and again you go for the worm. Yes. And he lets you go and he pats you on your tail and you swim away. But tomorrow morning at nine, you uh hook line and sinker again. I think as long right? as he's spending a lot of money and the Mets are in the playoffs every year. You'll be all right. He'll have us at bay for a while. Because okay. eventually you gotta win a championship. I completely agree. Listen to the way the Yankee fans talk about Brian Cashman. Right. They spend money. They win 90-plus games every single year. Yeah. And yet... They're miserable. They're miserable. <laughs> so at some point, I may get there. We may get there. But for now, like, think about this. A few days ago, a story came out about Manny Machado opting out. He pulled a DeGrom. He announced a year in advance, I'm opting out. Right. The Padres never really made a serious offer. He's going to be a free agent. And we as Met fans swallow it, eat it, lick it, and start thinking Ooh. about Manny Machado next yeah, year on the Mets. We'll, we'll sign him. We'll get sure. Otani. Matter of fact, we'll have an international who's who. Yes. Uh, and then we still won't win a World Series. I will find somebody to blame me. You know, it's funny. I was going out of my way not to mention the Yankees there. And you mentioned the Yankees because it's right. That the Yankees spend a lot of money. No one has ever disputed that. You know, always in the top five payroll-wise in baseball. Every year, every year, every year. And they haven't been to a one World Series in 13 years. Going on 14 now, right? Mm -hmm. And Yankee fans want cash fired. And Yankee fans sing Hal Steinbrenner. Other than a midnight call from the Vatican. Isn't a totally, uh, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just wondering when you turn. Because here's the reality. You're going to turn. Oh, we're going to turn. I acknowledge there that, There is correct? no doubt about thousand it. thousand percent. Because winning is hard, as we all know. No, no. And not only are we going to turn, we're going to turn on Buck. I mean, at some point, Buck Showalter is going to hear the cries Buck of, hey. Buck might be his last year as a Met manager now. Why, why, why would you go to that extreme? Because if the New York Mets don't make it to the World Series, <laughs> someone's going to have to pay the Piper for it. <laughs> and it's probably going to be Buck. <laughs> I know we can go that far. <laughs> I, uh, oh, I love it. You see what I'm doing? Jeez. You think you, by the way, you think you're getting three years out of Buck Showalter without getting to a World Series? Yeah, you're not. If the Mets. Because you're going to come on the radio on October 23rd and go, Craig, I have something I have to say. Uh-oh. I never thought I'd get there this fast. <laughs> I think we need a new manager. Yeah, but Craig, think about this. Forget- you probably have a guy in mind, some young hot stud. Yeah. Who's on a coaching no, staff no. somewhere. I know who I have in mind. The Mets just hired him a few days ago. Carlos Beltran. Oh, my goodness. I hope not. Think about it. The Mets have had one year of Buck Showalter. They won 101 games. They flamed out in the postseason. Yeah. I haven't heard one Met fan turn on him yet. Not yet. It's so I think out. the process of turning and turning Buck into Aaron Boone, where, well, yeah, then, you won a lot of games, but yeah. you didn't win in the postseason. 
We're not there yet. Well, but you know how it goes. The media will turn first. There'll be a columnist or two in town that gets tired of the Midwest shtick. You know, the <laughs> I don't know what Chipotle is. Did I pronounce it right? Uh, the clubby gets it for me. Yeah. I don't know how to use an app. Like, yeah, you do. You've had an iPhone for a decade, Buck. You know damn well it how to sounds- use the app. But you're playing that swarmy Midwest stuff that, frankly, got Wayne Hagen fired. It sounds as if you've turned, Craig. Me? Yeah. No, I like You talk about the media turning. You're (laughs) in the media. It sounds like you have completely turned on Buck. You don't find his folksy humor funny anymore. All I'm saying is this. You guys are going to be funny to watch. Because I saw that Steve Cohen little press conference in the dugout. I saw my main man, Chris Christie, walking around with him. And I saw you people, it was like he was eating out of your hands. I made a commitment. Yeah. I don't like to quit. Yeah. I see it all the way through. And you guys, <laughs> because you know what like he does? Like puppy dogs lapping it up. Sometimes we come on the air and say, Brian Cashman should have said this. Woody Johnson should have said that. John Mara should have said this, right? We like to criticize. We like to first guess and second guess on what guys should say. Steve Cohen right now, Craig? Is given all the right answers. Yeah, like that's all right. those answers that you're mocking. Yeah, you have to admit it's the right thing to say. It has us eating out of his hands because it's the right thing to say. It's all about the fans. I made a commitment to them. Who cares about my spending? I owe it to the people in New York. Don't we want every owner in this town that essentially say that? Yeah, you do. Yes. But it's lip service at some point. Of course. Meanwhile, the other thing that's lip service, and it's a big story, and uh, it's going to be uh, the fact that you're going to have a new quarterback for Big Blue this year. Because if Daniel Jones thinks now that he's got this new hot to trot agent uh, known as Athletes First, who will have on their own website that not once, not twice, not three, not four, but five different times, they've negotiated a contract that in the moment made their respective player the highest paid player at their position in the history of the league. And they've got 102 Pro Bowlers and uh, 47 Super Bowl champions and 9,000 first-round picks, and they're the best agency in the world. Maybe they are. But if the stories are right, and I can't back them up, and I, I, I hope they're not right, but I'll throw it out there because my main man, Mike Florio, is you know, pretty well connected with the league, that now that Danny Jones has switched from CAA, a huge powerhouse in the agency business, over to athletes first, He's looking at $45 million bucks a year. So allow me, if, if I may, Evan, mm-hmm. to Danny Jones, who may be listening right now, and to his New York representatives of Athletes First, who I know listen to this radio station, all right? <laughs> what do you want? Three million dollars per touchdown pass. <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good one. That's actually not bad. You gotta be out of your effing minds to think that Daniel Jones is getting forty-five million bucks a year. So I tell you what we're gonna do. Well, you know what we're gonna do. We're, there's two different types of fra- franchise tags. One's like all in, uh, boom, you're locked in the good, right? Exclusive franchise. There's another one though. There's another one that's never used and people don't even know about it. It's the other one though. That's where we sign you. We let you go out into America and get a better deal. And if you get a better deal, you can have it because we get not one but two first-round picks back because you get a better deal. And if you don't get a better deal, you come back in the ballpark of $32-33 million for one year. Want to play? Want to play? Or I got an even better deal. 
carte blanche. There's the door. Feel free to walk outside that door and see what type of officer are waiting for you, knowing that you threw 15 touchdown passes this past year. Because we are the best place for you, and we ain't paying you $45 million a you're year. You're spot on. No, you're spot on. Like You can hire whatever crazy. agent you want. You have to create a market for yourself. Right. So forget the Giants. We know the power they have, and you laid it out perfectly. Worst case scenario, franchise tag you back. Who is offering you $40 million a year? I'll do a better. Who's offering you 37 Yeah, like who? I'd love to hear the teams because I'm going to raise my hand for a second. I am a Jets fan. I was jealous of Daniel Jones all season long. I had a really good year. Jet quarterback situation sucked. I would be deathly afraid of handing Daniel Jones $30 million a year because I don't know if a new coaching staff is going to be able to do what Brian Dable just did. Yeah. Brian Dable was the one that broke through. More so, maybe not quite Pat Shermer, but certainly Joe Judge. Certainly we saw Daniel Jones at his best, especially when it was protecting the football. I'm not convinced that my coaching staff's going to do that. I don't know if Atlanta's going to be convinced that they could do that or Carolina's going to be convinced that they could do that. So while I appreciate that Daniel Jones wants to earn as much money as possible, you need a market to create leverage. I don't think Daniel Jones has any leverage. I think the Giants, for the reasons you laid out, have all the leverage. I think they have all the leverage, and if you go start looking across the NFL – there, there aren't even three teams out there that you could think that you could, you know, in your best day, make an argument would want to give Danny Jones four or five, six years at thirty plus and, million dollars and, a year. That the the animal and, doesn't exist. Be real quick, like if you think in Indy, they've made it very clear they want Bryce Young, right? They want to get to number one. Uh, Houston, they're not rebuilding with Daniel Jones. No, they're drafting a quarterback. Carolina wants a quarterback. I'm with you on that one. And obviously, they'd love to get Derek Carr off the Jetstone, and that's Frank Reich. Could the Carolina Panthers maybe be interested? Yeah, I'll give you that. Possibly, sure. Could Washington maybe be interested? Yeah, possibly, sure. But no one's given Daniel Jones five, six years. Not only that. At $35 million, let alone $45 million a clip. But not only that, to follow what you said about the non-exclusive franchise tag, no one's given up two first-round picks also. Right. So if the Giants use that weapon, and they may have to, I didn't think they'd have to. I didn't think they were going to, but it's yeah. certainly on the table. Not only are you looking to find the market, Craig, that doesn't exist, then you need to have a team say, oh, by the way, we're also willing to give up multiple first-round picks. Not that is not happening. No, and then the rub for you is that the Giants can do it. You can franchise a guy twice. So if you really want to play this game, yeah, listen, $30 bucks a year is a lot of money. Let's not pretend it's not. And you should be fine for the rest of your life if you hit that once, let alone hit it a second time. You know, it's not generational wealth, but you're set for life if you're not an idiot uh, like me and Antoine Walker, right? That being said, he's playing a dangerous game. Well, and also the franchise tag is not good for anybody. I want to make that clear. This is different than Saquon Barkley. It's not good for Daniel Jones. It's not good for the Giants. It's not good for Daniel Jones because he doesn't have that long-term stability like you said. It's also really bad for the Giants. Yeah. Because when you give someone a franchise tag, that's their cap number. And as you're trying to build this roster right. up to have a $32, $33 million cap number on Daniel Jones, it sucks. Well, it leaves you as the way it is right now. Of course, they can make other moves. But in the moment, you'd have about $12 bucks left under the cap for everything else you want to do. And, then it and leads, that includes the draft. But it also leads to this possibility. The Giants may use it as a weapon or the Giants may say, eh, it's not worth it. Right. 
And it could lead, though I don't think it's likely, to the Giants deciding, all right, Daniel, you priced yourself out of our ballpark. We really don't want to use the tag on you. We believe we can replace you. And I don't think that's an ideal world for the Giants, but it's on the table. It's why I think the Giants are in the position of power here. Of course they are. And remember this, the Giants didn't pick up the fifth-year option because they were ready to get rid of Danny Jones. To his credit, he had a good year. But his good year, again, was 15 touchdown passes in a pass-first league. So while, yes, he had a good year, yes, we see a potentially bright future, he can't go in there grandstanding now, and that's my issue with some agents. You know, and I recognize these guys are obviously very good at what they do. They've negotiated billions of dollars worth of contracts, but you also got to know who you're representing. And if, if and to be fair, though, this was not them publicly announcing it, but they allowed the info to get out. Uh, maybe they know Mike, maybe they don't. They want this information out there. It's a lose-lose situation for them. He ain't getting that kind of dough, and he shouldn't get that kind of dough. By the way, how'd my boy look in shorts today? Pretty good, right? Oh, I look great. Yeah. He's been working on those calves, hasn't he? Let me tell you he? something. Chris Christie's doing legs. Every time I call him, he's, he's doing legs. He's got handsome legs. He's rocking out those nice Bermuda shorts, looking handsome Did he buy ever. something for Justin? Today's his birthday. Today's whose birthday? Justin Verlander. Not enough candles. 40 years old. Yikes. The big 4-0. It's what I'm facing in a few months. <laughs> That's guy. Let me know when, when you get there. <laughs> yeah. Are you going to be 40 in July? I'm going to be 40 in July. Oh, I'll take you right to Adorale. We'll celebrate your birthday. Oh, thank you. July 11th. Uh, the big fella turns 40. Yikes. But Justin I'm Verlander. I'm scared of turning 40, man. But just, <laughs> you're right. I don't want How that. did it feel 30 years ago when you turned 40? <laughs> We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.